All right. Hi, Bridget. Welcome back. Hi, Allie. How are we doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, my God. I am relaxed. Are you? I'm, well, I'm halfway recovered. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm feeling good. Tell me all about your spring break, your vacation. It was so good. It was, well, actually, like, I had to drive through Chicago <clears throat> to get to where I was going, and that part was really awful. Like, no joke, I was stuck in standstill traffic for three hours in oh Chicago. Oh, my God. And it was pouring rain like even once i got out of chicago it was like driving through a car wash yeah. like Did, everybody get, like, so had like their flashers on mm-hmm. and we're going like 34 on the freeway and i was just like i'm gonna die isn't that just terrifying <laughs> so it was that the drive was pretty awful the drive there was pretty awful but the vacation itself was really good like we just hung out and vibed and went thrift shopping you went with your cousins right yeah Mm-hmm. Did um, your mom or anybody go with too, or was it just you? No, it was just like a little cousin's trip. I, I love think that. first of hopefully many. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. And they're like younger than you, like finally getting to like one your age is kind of a thing, right? Like, yeah, one is eight years younger than me, and then the other one is two years older than me. Oh, fun. So, yeah. I love that. I love that, like, we're at an age now, especially, like, with my sisters, too. Like, they're mm-hmm. just getting to, like, adults and, like, starting life and, yeah. like, so full of it. And just... You kind of really get to connect with them on a more personal level, I feel like. Yeah. Like, my younger cousins, they were, I mean, eight years is a big gap when you're a kid. Right. So, like. Nothing in common. Yeah. You don't have mm-hmm. anything in common. Even if you, like, love them and babysit them and play games with them, you're, like, oh, you're just my baby cousin. Right. Like, this was, I think, the first trip where I was like, oh, my God, you're a you're real human. person. <laughs> you're a real person with real thoughts. And I love that. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I so feel it was that. good. How was that. Florida? Florida was good. It was also lots of driving. Um, we ended up going, when did we leave? We left early in the morning at, like, 3. <laughs> so I really wanted to skip a bunch of oh traffic. I know. And I was just so anxious. So at that point where yeah. I couldn't sleep, so it was kind of just a mess. Um, I drove so much of it though because I have such like anxiety. Yeah, like yeah. I cannot, and I get car sick really easily. Oh, so no. like even if Riker wanted to drive, yeah, a bunch of times, like I would be like staring at him. Like, can we <laughs> not do this? <laughs> the only time that I was really like, okay, you need to drive for me was we ran into storms as well, mm-hmm. and we were going through I think Kentucky. Um, and we had to stop at... Kentucky has the best thunderstorms. Yeah, it was a lot, but it was yeah. scary. Yeah. Same oh, thing. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't know where the fuck I'm going. Yeah. And, but they had this... You know how we have, we have quick trips? Mm-hmm. They had this, like, Bucky's thing. Yeah. Okay, what the fuck? It's, like, a whole Walmart for a gas station. It's literally, yeah, like, a super gas station. I got a wall, or like, a magnet from there. I yeah. was like, we need a souvenir from this place. <laughs> you know, uh, my boyfriend was, like, look, I don't know, looking up how much they pay their employees, and uh-huh. they pay their GMs, like, $200,000 a year. That is so funny that you said that. That was a, on one of the podcasts I was listening to, they were yeah. talking about that, between, like, GMs of, like, a GM of Walmart, too. Yeah. Like, people just make bank i'm like wow i really yeah we're the wrong (laughs) industry (laughs) i should have applied at bucky's damn shit um but yeah it was great i think i we like kind of held out the storm in there um Mm -hmm. left smelling like barbecue sauce yeah (laughs) of course um they did some sort of song when we were in there so that was cute they, um, what they sang the employees like sang yeah the there song was some sort you? of order that happened not to us but there was like oh. an order that happened and then all of a sudden everybody started chanting <laughs> stop 
that's kind of scary i think my like first thought would be like i'm gonna get murdered yeah yeah well i kind of felt that way a lot and like it's just so funny me and my kids are just like (laughs) staring like we've never been in somewhere like this before (laughs) that's how i felt the first time i saw a quick trip honestly oh i love quick trips yeah and i also like i really underestimate them until we leave but i did warn everybody else like the bathroom's tend to get a little bit not as quick trippy as we go so good i'm so glad you said something because that's honestly so true and for our listeners that are not from wisconsin like a quick Mm -hmm. trip is the cleanest gas station that you can imagine and they serve like hot food and healthy Mm -hmm. snacks and like just always very clean and and very nice Mm -hmm. it's like the chick-fil-a's of except not except homophobic yeah <laughs> except not like morally trash yes the customer yeah. service I th- i'd say is on par but yeah you're just uh, not the... yeah and the bathrooms are always super clean so yeah. then when you're from wisconsin and you leave wisconsin and you go to other gas stations you're like what is, is this? happening it is disgusting it is disgusting especially in indiana indiana is the worst gas stations yeah indiana was not great and we had to drive through there uh longer than i thought we did so we went through um indianapolis and then mm-hmm. Louisville and um we stopped at Nashville on the first night Mm -hmm. which was great and it was really great but I was kind of nervous to stop we had obviously planned this before the shooting had happened and oh that's right you never know what the city's gonna you know what I mean like I had seen TikToks that it was not great and like I'm we stopped (laughs) our hotel was on I didn't even think about that like any sort of like protests or anything like that going on everything that I saw was mostly indoors okay so we didn't see anything there I saw just like video footage of Mm -hmm. what to expect um and we stayed on Broadway which is like that busy where all the bars are it was chaotic it was saturday night um, but it was very poor kids i know but they were like all about it they had yeah. actually gone to nashville before their stepmoms from there oh, so they have okay. actually done the trip before so and they know what's up yeah and it was great but it was yeah very busy and very just chaotic yeah so we really enjoyed the pool mostly yeah the one time i went to nashville we went to broadway at like 11 a.m and we're just like walking up and down uh-huh. and even by 11 a.m there was someone like full puking on the sidewalk oh my god i was like sir yeah is this Wisconsin? What in the world? yeah yeah it was chaotic but i thought it was so cute like you could just tell like the energy was still like the bands were there like people yeah were there the live music is really great yeah i love that and then on the way out we stopped actually at this really um well spoken of uh, donut shop oh. and they were doing like this whole like donation fundraiser uh-huh. for the church that suffered the shooting or whatever oh, so it's like at wow. least we like could give back in some sort of way while we were there yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't all bad um so then we left and it was great um yeah that was that was it florida was wonderful we were right on the yeah. beach um nothing really crazy happened there the kids really loved the ocean it was there really... wasn't that red tide that you were worried about no thank That's god good. thank god but it was very windy so oh. <laughs> it was kind of difficult to deal with that and it kind of I was really paranoid with the kids being in the ocean like yeah. you, you really obviously have to be like up their butts so yeah. they don't get taken Watch away. Watch out for stingrays. Yes yeah. and like jellyfish and shit. We did mm-hmm. see dolphins though every single day that we were there. Like there was like this boat that, that was going so up and down. Cool. So it's not like they were jumping in some majestic yeah. thing but you could see the fins and there was like a little pod that clearly was friends with the fisher boat that yeah. would feed them every day. That's so, so dope. That was cute. I know. Did that you was... swim in the ocean while you were there? Yeah, I did. We tried. We did that first night when we were there, and thank God we did because it was probably the least windy yeah. of all the days. Um, and they had a pool there too, though, so it was nice to be able to do both. Yeah. Um, but it, I don't know. It was fun. It was very much a touristy beach town, so yeah. like everybody was there. Remind me of the Dells at the beach. <laughs> I like kind of have a fear of the ocean. Why? Not because the one time I went to Florida, uh, the one time I went to Florida, I was with uh, the boyfriend that I had in college, mm-hmm. and. 
for some reason, he kept on being like, don't step on the stingrays, don't step on the stingrays. So I was like really aware. Like the jellyfish? No, it's like the stingrays, like the triangle looking Big fishies. giant stingrays? Oh. No, I don't know if they're giant. They're like a dinner plate. <laughs> Okay. I, I don't know. You just kept saying that to me. So then I like internalized that when it's like, don't step on the stingrays. And yeah, then we were in the it. ocean and I stepped and I don't know if it was a stingray, but it was definitely alive. It was a fish of some type. And I, I swear that I climbed that man like he was a motherfucking <laughs> tree so fast. And I was like, no. Fuck that. <laughs> he had to like carry me out of the ocean. Yeah. And then that was the good. last time I had gone in the ocean until me and Jacob went to Cozumel and we tried to go snorkeling and then I couldn't figure out how to breathe in the mask. And I, I can't was see like, that you know what? <laughs> this is I'm not, not for a fish. Me. <laughs> Turns out. I'm going to read by the pool and that's my vacation. <laughs> Honestly, that's so Yeah. I, oceans are scary though. They like, are scary. Scary. really can just stay on that little little bit there and yeah like, that's it like i don't want to yeah. be eaten by a shark no or just like drifted out there like it's really the waves are intense yeah <laughs> like strong um but i'm a yeah. lake girly yeah we like, like i like a lake yeah <laughs> grew up with the great lakes and that's that's my safety it and is. i love it yeah the freshwater oceans those are for me the oceans are pretty to look at and i really do love a sunset yeah um but yeah definitely dangerous mm-hmm Are you looking for a meaningful way to make a positive impact in your community? Consider supporting Bobby's Bikes, which is a nonprofit charity that provides bicycles to children in need. Through the program, disadvantaged youth are given access to a valuable form of transportation, improving their physical and mental health. Bikes help build confidence and foster a sense of independence, while also encouraging children to explore the world outside their bedroom. By donating to Bobby's Bikes, you'll be making a lasting difference in a child's life. To make a donation or learn more about how you can help, visit us at bobbiesbikes.org. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the show. Um, yes. Okay. Getting into comedy. Comedy. Unless there's anything else about your vacation. I don't think so. Update on the bidet. It's um, it's on the toilet and it's delightful. Bidet? Yeah. The bidet. 10 out of 10. 200 out of 10. I think... I kind of want to get one. Every toilet needs to have a bidet. I think that you should. I would say in 50 years, toilets will be progressive enough where they will have bidets. It's just like bidets. everywhere else except for the U.S. has bidets. That's so disgusting. Yeah, and I, like, didn't get it before when everyone, like... I Have you heard this thing about, like, Europeans, like, a, an American stereotype is, like, that we have stinky butts? I mean, probably. Because we don't have bidets. Yeah. I mean, I have heard that, or they'll, like, bring water bottles to, like, keep by there. I had a friend who had a friend from Europe come over, and she kept a water bottle, so... So she could wash her butt? Yeah. That's wild. So she could... It was aggressive, but I was like, damn. (laughs) Honestly, I don't blame her. I think it should be illegal for toilets to not have bidets. Well, yeah, it is kind of disgusting when you think about it that every other country in the world, like, washes their ass in a different way And we're just, like, smooshing it in there, like, this is fine. Wipe this up here. (laughs) Just let it chill. Yeah. It just makes me think of, like, stepbrothers when he says, sometimes I just wipe, and I wipe, and it's like wiping a a brown marker. (laughs) Still poop. (laughs) It'll never end. You just need the bidet just get a bidet so everyone should get a bidet comedy yeah this week we um well i guess we have a special week that we can get into later but i think the biggest thing well not the biggest thing but the first thing that i have written down is the crossover with tiktok comics oh yeah what is your opinion on tiktok comics 
<sighs> um, <laughs> I, I am not typically a fan. Okay. Like, I feel like a lot of people who are funny on TikTok are not stand-up comics. Mm-hmm. And so then they don't actually have a full set. So they, like, come in, they're going to headline, and then they only do 25 minutes, which causes all the problems of, like, oh, when do we do last call, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, all of that. And then also, like, the crowds that come in to watch these people are not typically stand-up comedy fans. So this right. is probably the first time they've ever been to a comedy club. So they're not, like, they don't know the etiquette. Like, they talk throughout the show. They yell things at they the people. They think it's a concert. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. like, think, I don't know, that it's just, like, some sort of, like, weird meet and greet. And so... It, that always sucks too. Like yeah. You have to be really on top of your security. I feel like, I agree. which always blows. And yeah, all around not fun. I mean, obviously there are comics who go on TikTok and blow up. So it's like I love to see a stand-up to- comedy clip that gets you know three hundred thousand views and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If it's an actual stand-up comedy clip, mm-hmm. like, and then we start booking that person, I think that's great. But you don't like it if. But I don't like if it's like TikTok star claiming to be a comedian, right? Like some like random TikTok star, and then is like they're just like I'm gonna go on tour, and then they right. book a bunch of comedy clubs, and it's like you've never done stand up a day in your freaking life, right. like you have no idea what you're about. <laughs> you have to no do. idea what you're doing. You're lucky if you're gonna get 25 minutes, and then a lot of them bring like posse's with them, so they yeah. have like six people that you have to deal with and get drinks for, and yeah, are entitled and. Just yeah. along for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> I and agree. you don't really even know what they do. Like, one of them pretends to be a manager, but you're like, you don't even know what's happening here. Right. Sir. You've never managed anything. Yeah. And everybody's drunk and smoking weed. So, um, I'm going to go with no to TikTok stars. It. I feel it. I do agree with the... Um, it's TikTok's the best social media I think that's ever come out today. Okay. I love TikTok. And I think it's great. It has a lot of many uses. Yeah. But when it comes to mixing comics and tiktok i think there's a way to do it but like for an example hannah burner she was just on saucy Schroeder's podcast and she okay. was talking about she started with i think she was doing comedy when she went on reality tv right okay reality tv ruined this girl <laughs> like she did not have a good reputation she yeah. got fired from bravo it was not great but she talks about how she was able to go on to TikTok with a bunch of kids that have never watched Summer House, have yeah. no idea who the hell she is, and she was able to just basically restart her career yeah. through TikTok. Yeah. And I was like, that's beautiful and yeah. amazing, and I feel like it's such an easy way for people to blow up or to Absolutely. get it's the audience that they're looking for. For people to have, but mm-hmm. I, I think that there's like this weird... I just don't know why TikTok stars think they can be stand-up comedians. Yeah, that Like, is you're not going to be a TikTok star and then be like, well... Because I blew up on TikTok, I'm gonna go Sell run a bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Oh, yeah, the right. careers don't even go Blend. together. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, you're not like, oh, I'm a TikTok star, so now I'm gonna go star in an A plus plus movie. Like, right. <laughs> uh, is, I don't know. Yeah. Like, maybe you just like stick to the path that's working for you and stay out of comedy clubs. I yeah. don't know. I think it was. Yeah, definitely. Do you remember when? Um, it was because Trevor Wallace was not a comedian. He was a. I think he was. Was he? Did yeah. he do stand up before? He did stand up before. And then he started doing his videos and yeah. then he blew up. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, he gave me vibes though that he had never been to a comedy club before. I shit you not. He didn't look anybody in the <laughs> eye, which I, I do understand. Like, if I, just I were think about he was to go. kind of an asshat. Really? Was he? I was behind the bar, so I never yeah. actually said a word he to him. He was fine enough, but mm-hmm. I just think that he was kind of like one of those people who was like, oh, I'm, I'm better than this, this club? place. I hate that. Yeah. Tiny but mighty, okay? Home yeah, club was great. great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely, like, I thought his show was pretty good, actually, for a TikTok star. Like, I've seen some oh, for that sure. are, like, really bad. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, yes. <laughs> like, his are not, 
I I kind of support him touring. I feel like that makes more sense because he was a comic before okay. he started his his TikTok the career. Mm-hmm. Um, he did well. I I yeah. would say like on stage, but yeah, just that pre. Don't look at anybody and like usually yeah, when they're that nervous was before like, a show, it's like, have you done this? Before? I don't think he was nervous. I just think he was like. I'm bigger than this. Like, why am I'm I never gonna doing this? Which is so like, funny because I felt like, oh, you're just blowing up. You're brand new. You're lucky to be here. Yeah. No, he did not feel that way at all. Like, he, like, barely talked to me. His opener that he brought with him was super nice. I don't remember who he was, but he was yeah, really nice. And he either. was the one who kind of was, like, you know, just, like, a little Talking. bit more personable. And then the other thing that I remember is, like, um, we had to Venmo him for an Uber he had like gotten an uber from the airport to the club at one point and we oh. had to like venmo him back that money as like a part of the agreement and i had i was dropping them off the airport like at the end of the weekend mm-hmm. and he was like basically like hey are you gonna venmo me that money and i was like yeah absolutely i just need to like get into the club venmo like the, all the in. information is back in the office i'll do it there and he was right. just kind of like no can you do it now and I had to, like, Venmo him from my personal Venmo. Oh, my God. And then, like, Venmo myself from the club Venmo. <laughs> I, I hate situations like that. And I because... was like, wait a minute, awkward, dude. Right. Yeah. And I kind of get it could because... kind of feel that his, like, friend opener guy was just kind of like, okay. That's like, so awkward. Maybe yeah. somebody, like, ripped him off before. Absolutely. And, like... I'm sure that, like, he was just trying to, you know, get what he, you know, was Came told that he was going to receive. Which was, like, so I totally get it. Though. But I was also like, Ugh fuck off okay. <laughs> like i'll get you your yeah. 20 bucks <laughs> i get it though yeah. yeah that's funny i haven't thought about him in a while but um yeah tiktok stars are very interesting i think it's i wish more comedians the i wish more comedians that we know would utilize tiktok like i wish i saw more clips from certain people to be like you're so funny go out there like, i know you're not always and it's gonna like, get everybody on. i feel like it's unfair to be like they're not utilizing tiktok like i'm sure that most people are but I, I how do you like are. make one of your videos blow up like i mean we've posted tiktoks and i think that our girl code tiktok was hilarious we are and hilarious. it got like five views so it's the like tiktok al- algorithm it's so, is so hard up. to like figure it out you i know think know it would I mean? be for sure and i think for us is definitely different because we don't have like a backdrop and like we're not on stage literally performing yeah <laughs> that's true that's true there's some of them though especially like older comedians i don't think they are utilizing it and i think yeah. some of them could get a whole new fan base or if those they like put on there i feel like comics who are like 35 to like 40 are not utilizing it the way that they could right like the ones that are like steady good headliners but like are not quite famous yet right like yeah get on there do mm-hmm. it and Look if you are <laughs> hannah was not headliner material at all <laughs> but she's hot that's the other thing too it's like hot i girls. feel like it helps so much when you're hot versus yeah. like if you're just like mid true you know because <laughs> there's definitely some like hot comics that i've seen blow up that we knew beforehand that i'm like Huh. That they're not as funny, that they, they didn't deserve yeah. that type of thing? Okay. Yeah. Pretty not, I mean, not like didn't deserve it, but I was like, it's weird that you blew up mm-hmm. and not like these other people. But then you're like, oh, it's because your face is very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> like, I think that's the problem with TikTok. Like, so much of it is based on aesthetics yes. and not well, like actual 100% yeah. is off aesthetics or just yeah. like, I don't know, like being an authentic to a weird little niche thing yeah so i don't know it's so how do you, like unless you're already hot how do you go to the salon hop on tiktok you'll be great yeah <laughs> you, blow right up. you blow right up no it really okay. it genuinely is incredibly hard because yeah. i will post something and 
I don't know. I get wrapped up in like the logistics of TikTok and what could work and what couldn't. And yeah. like, there's so many weird rules. Like if you post at 3.30, you'll get all the views. Or if you post this at a certain time. But then everybody's posting at 3.30. Or if you post every, three times a day, you'll get more views. But then it's like, you don't. I've tried every which way. Sometimes I get zero views. Yeah. Sometimes I get 300. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know how any of it works. I'm just going to keep trying and hopefully y'all keep following us. Yeah, we're just going to keep throwing things at the wall until something sticks, honestly. For real. Yeah, and then it'll be good. Yeah. I don't know. And then I was really... (laughs) Here's a funny story about a TikTok star. Um, Do you know... Frick, what is his name? Kevin? Uh, Is his name Kevin? He, like, does the, um, like, auto-tune voice. And he's always like, the 90s. Do you know who I'm talking about? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to look it up later. Yeah. His name is Kevin something, mm-hmm. and I really liked his videos. They're very funny. They, he basically just, like, tells funny stories about his life. Sure. Um, and he came to L Club, oh. and he was, like, <laughs> I don't know. He was, like, one of the first comics in a while that I actually took the time to talk to because I was excited. And Aww. at that point, I had, like, my assistant manager who was doing all that for me. Shout out. Um, so I was, like, okay, I'm going to go like talk to this guy and then i just had like word vomit so, so you he, made no sense. it was just more like i came off wrong i feel oh like my God. like he Sorry was like life. <laughs> yeah he was like looking at the green room blah 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 like the club was nice it's freshly built everything's clean mm-hmm. and so he was like wow this is like a really nice green room and i was like thanks hopefully it stays that way and he was like like looked at me like i was saying that he was gonna make it really messy i heard you were a pig dude and i was like oh my god i hate myself and then i was like oh it's just like really new and you know how like some comics can be like it's hard to keep these rooms clean and right. he was just like oh haha, yeah but i was like i'm gonna go kill myself now that's so funny you say that because i feel like i'm such an awkward human being and that's actually one of the things i wanted to talk about is how i mean i'm very very awkward sometimes yeah like, i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna say it'll it comes out all scrambly yeah. and very socially anxious like sometimes i'm like how the hell did i get this job <laughs> but i just yeah there's so many people that it would come in and i'm like I, I i can't do small talk i'm sorry yeah. i can't please tell me something about your trauma so we can make this comfortable so we can bond. <laughs> yes <laughs> all i have to share is trauma yes. so <laughs> i don't know how to talk about the weather <laughs> that was actually one thing that i was really good at i feel like was like comic interaction Mm -hmm. like especially at home club like i always felt pretty comfortable and like Mm -hmm. it's almost like you like have to like click into another role yeah it's like like, a mask or it's like a persona people always talk about customer service voices yeah and like i can tap into that when i need to be but not when i don't i don't know the role and like being a gm at the club was like professional yes yeah but like you don't want to be you want to be authentic as well you don't want to be like just a robot here you go here's this here's that because yeah. a lot of comics want to talk to you or absolutely like have a real have conversation. A conversation yeah because yeah. so. they're gonna be a robot for their whole weekend exactly to audience members so right. yeah i don't know it is definitely like a fine line mm-hmm. to walk but i didn't think that i had too many awkward experiences until that one that one and then one after that that immediately happened where i don't know maybe my assistant manager was off so i was like i gotta go yeah talk to these people <laughs> And I, like, went, this is so embarrassing. I love it. I think about this when I fall asleep at night. Um, I, like, went into the green room, and, like, the first thing you do, obviously, is, like, oh, can I get you anything to drink, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And he was, like, I was, so I was, like, can I get you anything to drink? And he was, like, can I get a Jack and Coke? And I, my immediate response was, do you want that on the rocks? And then I was, like, 
please <laughs> ignore that I said that. On the rocks of the straw. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, e- yeah. Oh my god. Like, I'm sorry. That's not the worst thing that you could say, though. I, feel I just like... felt so dumb, though. I was like, I'm the GM of a freaking bar, and mm-hmm. I just said, do you want your Jack and Coke on the rocks? Like, I hope you brought out the right drink. <laughs> God, I hope I did too. That would honestly. be the worst. I blame it on the fact that the bar was a, a bourbon bar, so a lot of like drinks that were ordered were just like oh, sure. bourbon. Mm-hmm. So your automatic response to that is, do you want that on the rocks? Right, right, right. <laughs> I forgot about that. It was a, in a bourbon. Yeah. Bourbon vibes. Are you a big bourbon drinker? No, I hate it. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't, you're like wine, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's wine, interesting. Beer beers um that actually yeah that was kind of one of the things that i was interested in is about if we have any other managers i think we have a few that i know Mm -hmm. of that listen to us yeah um how do you guys handle anxiety how do like there has to be or what kind of anxiety like what situations give you anxiety as a manager yeah and just genuinely how do you how do you deal with it because i was i don't know looking back at when i became gm or whatever Mm -hmm. i was obviously really socially anxious and to begin with yeah um but like there has to be other people that have been promoted to these positions that have like people pleasing tendencies or adhd or yeah i don't know anxiety in general like how the fuck do people get through this (laughs) push it down yes and that's what i was wondering like do you just suffer does everyone just sit here and suffer together absolutely (laughs) i think i like took everything i was like the calm in the storm because if something is happening that's like causing stress in Mm -hmm. the work environment so your pos system goes down like as a manager you can't panic because then all of your staff members are gonna panic Mm -hmm. and you don't want that so you have to be calm so you just you just push it way deep down inside you and then it creates this like pit of anger (laughs) and it's it's like a it's like a coal like one giant piece of coal in your insides that's just pure anger and stress and frustration and you can't let it out at work because you have to be the calm in the storm because you don't want anybody else to freak out right so then you go home where you're comfortable and then your partner says something just like totally normal like hey can you take the trash out and then you lose it (laughs) i can't tell you how many times me and my partner broke up during my (laughs) i'm just kidding So that's what happens, I think, when you're a GM. Okay, so just miserable, and you'll just get. If anybody else has a different experience, though, yeah, let us know. I want. I'm curious about our listeners too. I was thinking about them. I was thinking about you guys a lot this week. Yeah. (laughs) Um, One of the one of the other things though that I want to know what other what other comedy podcasts do people listen to? Like, I know Mm. that the big ones, like one of the bigger ones for men, I feel, are Joe Rogan, obviously, which I have comments because I finally listened to an episode. I finally listened to one. Um, But then for women, I. I mean, there's a bunch, but, like, the number one, I think, that was Call Her Daddy was, like, the number yeah. one for women or whatever. And, like, I don't think we have anything to do really with either. I mean, some no. comedians go on Joe Rogan. Some sure. comedians are on Call Her Daddy. But I want to know what other people are listening to. Like, you are true crime. I listen like, to a lot of true crime. Are there other one like, any other pop culture ones or? Not really. I do listen to, um, shoot, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, um. Jeffrey Asmus and Alex Dragovich have a podcast. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called the You're, You're an, an Idiot podcast. So I do listen to that one that's pretty so cool. frequently. I should look into them. I really enjoyed both of them at the club. I know. I really like Jeffrey Asmus. Like, I think that he's super funny. Mm-hmm. And he was actually the first headliner that I was allowed to book. And I booked him at Home Club. I remember this. And then he bombed. Oh, no. <laughs> and he bombed so 
bad. And sorry, Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> but podcast. I was He's like, not to this one. <laughs> oh my God, they're never going to let me book another headliner. It's oh, so no. bad. What I was pressure just like, for you as a booker, yeah. especially as your first time, you want to like yeah. make sure it's a great show. Yeah. I mean, I had been booking openers for a while at that point, but mm-hmm. this was like my first headliner that I, I feel like, like I remember vouched your for. Stru- your st- Wait, didn't he come back though? Because I feel like he came back to headline again when you were That's not when there. I booked him and you were managing and your report said that it was terrible and that he no. bombed. Oh, and I wasn't no. even there and I was like Oh, I thought you were talking about another experience. <laughs> it was all the same one. Also I feel bad. Um yeah, it probably wasn't that great because I don't remember any jokes. I just remember he had like a stalker. I don't know if it was him specifically, but there was a girl there. Jeffrey who was, Asmus? It was like a bunch of comics though and this girl had clung on to jeffrey this past weekend or that weekend but she 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 tried she went into the green room because i know she came back again and we had issues with adrian appalucci mm-hmm. so there was this girl who was really just trying to die to get into the green room and was like all about the comedians oh my god this is a crazy thing i feel like i told you about this no I have no idea what you're talking about. She, like, stalked the um, club's, like, Instagrams as well, and, like, she would just comment on everything. It was very weird. Wait, very was weird. she... Did she have blonde curly hair? Mm, I don't remember, honestly. Oh, okay. I just remember her energy, and it was very creepy. <laughs> and I felt bad I for him, because I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, clearly, you didn't have a great show, <laughs> and now you have a weirdo <laughs> trying to stalk you, so... Honestly, he's probably flattered. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but I do remember when... His name was Alex Dragon. Dragovich. <laughs> Alex Dragon. I just remember Dragon, 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 Dragon. Um, he was very funny. And I'm sure, I know Jeff was funny too because he yeah. had come there before. But clearly Alex that was pretty funny. The first time I booked him, I was really pleased with his performance. I thought he was really funny. Awesome. The Dragovich kid, He once I stopped being manager, he unfollowed me on Instagram. So I don't, <laughs> that's probably why I didn't know he. That's so rude. <laughs> But I don't know if he still follows me, but I still follow him. How many has have you noticed that at all? Or like certain people would hit you up to be like, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" And then you you don't hear from them ever again. No, no. <laughs> that was probably my only experience with that. But it just reminded me of the manager before you, Juliana. She felt that way. I remember because she came she came back to the clubs a lot oh, and God. like would hang That's out. That's why at I open feel mic. like I'm scarred and could never go back because I'm like I don't want to be like that. Right, because you know the conversations <laughs> that happen. <laughs> Yeah, because it's awkward as fuck. Well, it's just weird. And yeah. I don't know. Awkward. Yeah, she really tried to hold on to it really yeah. hard. But I felt, I remember I felt so bad for her because we went to a bar and she had said, nobody wants to be my friend anymore. And it's like, they weren't your friends. They just wanted to be on your good side so that you could potentially book them. Yeah. And then your coworkers can be friends, thank God. <laughs> like, we became friends yeah. afterwards. Or, you know, during. But, but she, not, like, all of them are your friends. <laughs> and she, like, abused that power of being manager to make us do things like dye her hair and build yes. her bunk beds. So. Yes, yes. We definitely had gone through. Yeah, that was a wild, uh, that was a wild time. I have a new Would You Rather, though, and it kind of makes me laugh. And I don't know how this person came into my mind, but mm-hmm. I completely must have put his show in, like, the way back there because of how terrible it was. Oh, no. But this is also why I'm thinking audience member. Would you rather be an audience member at a Tom Arnold show? Oh, <laughs> or would you accidentally want to, well, not want to, or accidentally purchase a year-long subscription to Fox Nation that you can't undo? Which one would you rather? Oh, oh, Arnold show. Because it's just one night. I mean, you don't have to watch Fox Nation. <laughs> 
yeah, but I'd have to pay the subscription. Oh God. True. I don't want to do anything to support that. Oh my God. Seriously though, the Tom Arnold show, I know, and that was the, that was the only other would you rather could I think of because of Roseanne. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that whole thing. And I also did not know that they were married when Tom Arnold came to the club. Wait, he was married to Roseanne? Roseanne Barr. Really? Yes. Were they married when he came to the club? No. This oh. is like way long ago. Okay. And I want to say they were officially married. They were definitely an item. But like, that's what um, I was thinking about. And I was like, good God, somebody had brought up Roseanne. Was that his claim to fame? Arnold? Potentially. <laughs> I don't know what else he did. I really don't. I don't know either. He was so old. I was talking to Riker about it. And I was like, were you there for that show? And he goes, yeah. I remember people literally walking out because it was so horrendous. It was so bad. Yeah. We had so many people leave early that Not day. Not bad just because of like vibes. It was the dude had no content. Yeah, he just kind of rambled. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It wasn't really jokes. No. It was just him on stage talking about random things. I remember. And he would say some weird shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a, I have a fuck Mary Banish for you. I love it. (laughs) Okay. Burt Kreischer. Ooh. Kyle Kinane. Oh. And Tom Segura. Ooh. (laughs) All old all kind of balding yep <laughs> they all kind I feel of like look they're the all same. in the same realm yeah they mm-hmm. all are in the same they all have the same energy kind of too yeah they do <laughs> that's like this one's gonna be good okay um i would say this is so hard i don't really know anything about <laughs> kyle other than we just watched his special um I really, obviously, other than Tom being probably one of the most famous comedians in the world, mm-hmm. I also don't know that much about him. I don't yeah. know if these are good men. I don't know. I'd say I'd probably have to marry Bert. Okay. Because I do know that he's a good dad. Yeah. And he talks about his kids a lot and his wife, and he seems very funny to be yeah. around. <laughs> um, I'd marry him. God damn it. I don't want to fuck Tom Segura. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like he would be my choice because I just okay. watched Kyle Kinane and I'm not attracted to that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle, you're killed. That makes sense. What would you do? Um, I think same, that I'd have to marry Bert. Um, but I think, like, for me, it's this one would is a hard one because I don't have strong feelings about any, either, any of the people in the group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't hate them. I don't love them. Yeah, they're just so names I think, that people know. Yeah, I think I'd marry Bert. I would probably fuck Kyle, and then that means I have to kill Tom. That makes that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know is Tom Tom's a girl? Like, isn't that weird that we just like know these names? But like, when and for a comedy podcast, like especially my dad will be like, "Do you know this person?" or "How do you feel about that person special?" I'm like. I don't know. know. I never met them. They never came to the club. Yeah. Um, nobody I know talks about them. They're yeah. too famous. I just, I don't know. <laughs> My sister for a while was like playing this like tic-tac-toe game on <laughs> Instagram, like a made up game where she would like send me viral comedy clips. Mm-hmm. And then if I knew the person, like that was like her, she could like X that out. Like, oh, that's that's like her tic-tac-toe. So it was like, if I knew the person and then if I had like a funny story about them or something like that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that she's interested in the comedy world too. That she's I know. Like, she'll she's send so supportive. <laughs> Shout out Amanda. You're, yeah, she is. And I love that. Uh, we talk about her every episode. This is just like becoming she really, a podcast she needs to about be- my sister. <laughs> My dad will reach out to and say like little things or he'll be like, oh, that's hilarious. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but then my boyfriend, he has no idea. Yeah. 
And I know this. Does he not listen? I mean, he listened to like the first three, but like I don't think that he listened to the last one. Sometimes that's more comfortable. No, I know because like I don't know if it made it into the to the final. But last weekend we were talking about (laughs) something funny, and like I was like, he would not love that. (laughs) I know. Honestly, Jacob was really upset that I said that I would dump him for Damon Wayans Jr. Isn't that a tricky... How do comedians deal with that? Like, how... Because everybody's like, come to the show. My family's coming out to the show. Like, you're going to talk about eating ass in front of your grandma? Yeah. Like, how do you do that? (laughs) I think if you choose this to be your career, you just have to accept that, like, you're going to be cringy. Yeah, that cringe mountain. I actually saw a TikTok about this and about a girl talking about cringe mountain. And she meant it by, like, making TikToks and you're going to look like an idiot before you get to, like, the valley of cool is what she called it. And I'm like, that's so fucking right, though. Like, do you know, it's starting a podcast isn't that cringy for us because we are around comedians. We have been around enough people. But, like, the people we went to high school with... Like one thousand percent, they think we just we're cringe think city. Our podcast is less cringy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jessica from Homeroom definitely is listening to this. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, I know that there's people from like my home in college town that listen to this, and mm-hmm. they're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but you know what? This is why you got to move out of your hometown, so you don't have to yeah. worry about this shit. I was thinking Honestly. about this. And going on vacation really makes me want to get the hell out of our very cold state. I know. I can't wait till I can leave. Same. I mean, you can leave whenever. I have children <laughs> that have me locked down to this state. Ugh. I talked to them about it, though. I need to sell They're my house, though. True. Yeah. True. Houses and houses and kids. Yeah. Got us stuck. Ten years, though. James In ten turned, years? James turns 18. I said I gave years. myself a two-year... I'm committed to this spot for two years. That's good. Yeah. It also gives us time to really make this grow before yeah, you yeah, leave yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll have to do it via Zoom or whatever. I know. Oh, that's It'll be so, so funny. hard. They, I have a Zoom thing in the special. He talks <gasps> about Zoom comedian, comedian yes. shows. Comedian shows. Comedy shows <laughs> on Zoom. And that is something that I completely forgot about. Yeah. Like, that was something... You forgot about that? Completely. Oh, my God. Didn't have to worry about it. Did you go to any during COVID? Yeah, Did, I had to. Yeah, I was thinking... I kind of vaguely remembered, like, you had to show up for these. Yeah. Like, I, I was, was very much expected to log in and watch that. That's so nice of you. You're such a good I soul. I'd be like, I uh, cannot. Yep. You know what was so nice, though? Our old boss, he... It never happened, but he was supporting a comedian who also did makeup, Kelsey Cook, where she was, like, really good at makeup or something like that, and she was going to do, like, Zoom makeup tutorial type things. Yes, and so the owner was going to sign up the girl managers that wanted to do it or whoever wanted to do it or something like that, and then it just never happened. that's right. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I was like, God, everybody's making money, just however. (laughs) Yeah, Jesse Cook, she's good. Yeah. I like her. I like that she has been um, touring with Tommy Schneemann. I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah, Schneeman. I think you are. Yeah, and he was really sweet. Yeah, Anytime Tommy's great. He would go to the show. And I think he's friends with Jeff and yeah. Dragon Dude. <laughs> Sorry, one day I'll get your name right. Maybe or if not. you followed me back on it. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know your yeah. fucking name. Um, but yes, okay, I had a, I had a fuck, Mary kill for you. Okay, great. Um, Parks and Rec. The Office or Kroll Show? I don't know what that is. 
Kroll show? I know. I couldn't think of another one that was like on par with Parks and Rec in The Office. So I thought of another comedy special or Comedy Central show. You've never seen Kroll show. No, I have no idea what that is. You're so lucky. You get to watch <laughs> these from the beginning. They're so funny. No, Nick Kroll uh-huh. did all that. And it was just like parodies of like other stuff. Uh-huh. And Wait, was it sketch comedy? Yeah. Not my thing. What? I really can't stand sketch comedy. Oh my gosh. Like deep in my soul. Oh, I love it. Really? Yeah. It. I hate it. Oh my god. It's so I bad. feel like it has to be really well done yeah. for it to be good. I would say not every single bit is hilarious, but yeah. Kroll Show is very good. One day I'll have to send you some. He does okay. like a publicity, which is like, I don't know. Both girls are called Liz and they just... I don't know. He dresses up as a girl and he's very funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're hilarious. Um, but yeah, which one? Okay. Well, clearly you'd kill Curl Show because you don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, were you a Parks and Rec person? I was. Um, I really like both of them. But I also wasn't like a diehard fan of either of them. Like I wasn't like... Really? I mean, I've watched both of them all the way through. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that either of them are like a comfort show to me where really? I like go back and watch them. Those are probably my top ones. Really? Yeah. Um, I think, I think I'm going to fuck The Office. Definitely. Yeah. I just really like, um, you know, a lot of people were big fans. I feel like it has some experience, you know? Um, and I feel like it could definitely, yeah, I feel like I can definitely settle down with Parks and Rec, Mm -hmm. you know? They're safe. Like a little, yeah, Mm -hmm. safe homey vibe. Family friendly. Mm Mm-hmm. Michael Scott's not there. No. <laughs> Definitely marriageable. No, I love yeah. that. And I'm just obsessed with The Office, so I feel like what I... What about you? I would marry The Office. Mm. 100%. Oh, okay. God damn it. No, I feel like... Oh, it's so hard. I do love The Office. The Office is number one for me always. Parks and Rec, I feel like is... You're right. I would say that The Office probably would be more fun to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Parks and Rec, I was just, because James had never gotten into it, and so we just started watching it over spring break. Okay. And it's just, it's easier to explain jokes from Parks and Rec than it is from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta fuck The Office. Yeah, I feel I like, like fucking office. Parks and Rec is gonna be just very vanilla. Yeah. You know, like maybe a little bit of excitement, but yeah. like, you're definitely not switching parts. positions too no, often. That's straight you know up I mean? missionary. <laughs> Straight up missionary. You are a starfish. That is it. Yeah. And something about that is comforting. So. <laughs> no surprises. <laughs> Love that. Cool. Those are my two. Fuck Mary Kills. Love it. That is our two. Special of the week. Yeah. <laughs> We just got to get a little, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe that can be part of it. Especially the week. Doves flying out. Like, yes. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I have lots of notes about um, our special of the week. Okay. Mostly just stories about myself. You have pages. This is what happens when you drink uh, nitro cold brew. Oh my God. I literally, I think I wrote seven things down and then I forgot them at home anyway. So... <laughs> <laughs> figured out i'm sure i got it covered okay um but this week we chose kyle Kinane's shocks and struts which was literally dropped eight days ago yeah which was great and he also had another one that was like less than a year ago yeah dude's busy which is good for him yeah. um first thing that i honestly there really wasn't a ton of notes on on my end for like how the show went it mm-hmm. seemed very normal it seemed great audience seemed fine like okay. those types of things i 
it seemed okay. Um, when it comes to content wise, he talked about Zoom comedy shows, which we kind of just went over. Yeah. Um, but he kind of goes into a part where he's like, just let people like what they like. And I was like, if I'm taking anything from this, that's what it's going to be. Because like, I hate, I hate it when I try and tell someone about an interest of mine and they just shut it down. Like, don't. Yeah. Or like act like you're dumb. Yes. Nothing is worse than that because I will show lots of excitement for something stupid. That's just how my personality is. And if I genuinely like something, like I want to be able to talk about it. And there's just the worst people in the world are the ones that are going to make you feel stupid for that. That's boring. Don't yuck my yum, guys. Don't fucking yuck my yum. I literally had said that to Jacob last night when we were talking about something, and he was like, what did you just say to me? And I was like, you haven't heard that before? Like a phrase? Yeah. So, anyway, he's super out of touch. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) But yeah, don't yuck my yum. Um, No, it was funny because I was sitting there watching it with Riker, and... He never watches the comedy specials with me. Like, mm-hmm. I literally had to ask him to be security when he worked at the comedy club. <laughs> it was not a, like, a genuine interest of his. Yeah, no. Um, but he thoroughly enjoyed this one, too. And I was, like, talking to him, though, because I was like, you're, you are this. Like, we, me, or even the kids will be like, oh, my God, look at this. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, actually, <laughs> actually. And what's funny about this is that I was like, look for an example of when you do this, because there's got to be 45 yeah. within the past week. That, yeah. Whatever. And he's like on his phone and he's searching up things and he's not finding any of that, but he is finding so many old texts from me and him while we were like doing stuff at the club. And it would be, like, it would just be like the funniest things. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting to go down that way. Yeah. What um, a rabbit hole. It really was. And that's how we spent a lot of watching this special. Can you give us an example of one of those texts? They were very personable, but I'll do my best. Um, (laughs) It was mostly ones when I was about to leave. And one of them was like, I just have the biggest smirk on my face knowing that this is like the last week I ever have to be here. And I was so just pissed off and done. You know when you just check out and you're just fucking done with it? And I'm like, I clearly have so much love for it looking back. But like that week, probably that month, I was just like, fuck this. Fuck that. Like so over it. Absolutely. Yeah. I won't get into details because. Burnout was strong. Burnout was very strong. Yeah. Yeah. And it was too much. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But yeah, so there was that. Uh, ignorance, ignorance can be bliss. I have that written down. Mm-hmm. Don't be an asshole if somebody's excited about something. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. And then let's see. He talks about cruises a lot. Have you ever been on a cruise? No, they terrify me. Yes. Okay. I'm on the yeah. fence where I'm just kind of like, it seems fun to be able to go. I love being on the water, tropical <sighs> places. But no. like the motion sickness, I'd probably be dead day one. Yeah. And... I don't know. A lot of weird things seem to happen on cruises. Yeah. It's also like, I feel like it's like a, a rave for 40 plus sweaty people. Yes. So it's like you're, and you can't escape. No, no, like no. You're, you're stuck. That, yeah. That's my worst nightmare. You're yeah. stuck. Yeah. You're yeah, not yeah. getting, you're not going anywhere. Right. You know, my, um, I think the first port I'd be out. I'd be like, you know what? Leave me here. And that kind of sucks. Is that like, it's kind of cool, but sucks is that you would get to go on so many like different places and you get to see that. But yeah. Yeah, you just, like, signed up for, I don't know. A I feel like you just signed up for an adult field, like, the worst field adult trip. field yes. trip. Yes, yes. 100% <laughs> of your across life. the world. Yeah, like, you don't know any of these people. the whole time. Everyone is drunk. Yes. Everyone is sweaty. <laughs> everyone is sunburnt. 
you just been swimming in each other's pee for seven days. Like <laughs> disgusting. Oh, no. Yeah, I won't do it. Yeah, I, I don't think I would be able to. Uh, my parents went on a cruise for their honeymoon in Alaska, which was interesting because mm. I don't see many. I don't hear about that too often. Yeah. Um, which I think would be interesting. But I just don't think that like, like the Titanic scare mm-hmm. is very real for me. Like yeah. that would scare me. And like, I don't think. Watching yeah, I'm not going whales, anywhere. There's icebergs. Right. Or even we just learned like, that lesson yes, as a like, society. Whales are not worth being titanic. <laughs> like, that is not it. Yeah, that's not it for me. No. Mm-mm. So, okay, screw the cruises. Never yep. doing that. He also loves to talk about Chipotle and the risks of eating them and food poisoning. Yeah. And it reminded me how I remember when I was, I don't know, probably it was like 2014, I was working in a diner in Milwaukee and I had gotten food poisoning <gasps> because I ate... It's kind of gross and embarrassing, but I ate a hot dog from Costco or no, Sam's Club, maybe one of the two, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. All one We've of the all had one of those hot Thank dogs you before very in much. our lives. Yeah. But because of this, I had to call into work and yeah. be like, Hey, can't come serve tables. Cause I'm oozing disgustingness yeah. out of every, all of my orifices. Like yes. I can see right now. Disgusting. Yeah. And I just remember like my boss is this like old Greek man mm-hmm. and he was not annoyed with me. He wasn't like frustrated, but he definitely like took a breath and was like, you're one of those people who eats gas station food, aren't you? And like <gasps> the shame I felt. He said that to you? Yes. And it was 2014 before the craze of quick oh trips came around. God. I was like, wow, that was I really. I would be devastated. Yeah, some really... people have said some really hurtful things to you, Ellie. <laughs> this is top of the list. That is top tier, though. <laughs> it's fucked up. It really was fucked up. But I was just so like, oh my god. The quick trip love wasn't around. I just, you know, yeah. that would never bug me out today because everybody eats fucking quick trip yeah. food. But back then. But they don't really eat the hot dogs off the rollers, though. No, even at better quick food. Trip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, like, quick trip doesn't even really, like, put shit out like that. They have, like, yummy, like, sandwiches. Some and... quick trips have hot dogs on rollers. Really? Yeah, the one... Um, Maybe I just never have looked for one. <laughs> bad way. I get my hot dogs from... Costco. And Sam's Club. <laughs> Disgusting. Quality hot dogs. Yes. So yeah, that really just took me back to a trauma that I yeah. wasn't prepared to deal with, but... I have to say, I'm very surprised that you liked the special so much. Really? Yeah, because he talked about COVID a lot. He did, which, which I actually I wrote like down on here. If since this special was released, whatever you said, eight days, eight ago. days ago, that was Riker's first note. <laughs> Have some timing. We're yeah. three years past 2020, and I can't say this enough. Every comedy special is going to comment on COVID, and that I get it. Yeah, but we can stop anytime now. There's so much that happened. I don't want to fault anybody on talking about COVID, but he talked about it like throughout the whole special, I and I was like, this feels like a 2021 special and not a 2023 special. Yeah. And I honestly, like, one of my notes, one of my seven notes that I took and forgot was literally, (laughs) I am bored. (laughs) I was so bored. I was, like, just ready to have it be done with by the time it was, like, 23 minutes in. Really? I thought all of his jokes, and and this is going to be really rude, and I actually really like Kyle Kinane a lot, and I've worked with him multiple times, and he's very funny um, in person, but I feel like a lot of his jokes were half-baked. Where I was like, they are not ready for a special yet. I thought only his, like, ending tangent about his car breaking down and having to call this, like, weird white white trash Garrett guy to, like, Garrett. come get it out. <laughs> I think that was the only joke that I laughed at and felt like it was 
it worthy? was worthy of a special interesting okay yeah i think everything else leading up to that i was like no mm-hmm. like it all it just all felt like filler and there was nothing up until his closing bit that felt like it was a hard hitter interesting and well i guess like we said he had just posted something less than a year ago right that's why so I'd why you, do like, it again which one are we doing? Right. And the COVID points. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I'm over hearing about COVID. Yeah. I did completely forget about Zoom meetings. So that was interesting because I, <laughs> I thought about that. <laughs> um, but I hear you. It's, I don't know. I'm just excited to watch a special. I'm like, did you make me laugh? Great. But <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, he was funny. But you know, it's weird. I do. I remember the name and I know he came to the club, mm-hmm. but I was not there for it. I don't think. I don't think I met him. I don't remember the show. I don't remember his. I think you probably were there for it, but he always just did one nighters. Oh. So he never really did a full weekend. He always just kind of did one nighters. Does he sell well? Yeah, he's really. You can't talk about Kyle Kinane without using the phrase, he's a comics comic. Oh, gotcha. So, like, what that really means is, like, I feel like his comedy is tailored to other comics and not necessarily to a normal person who's not in the comedy world. Gotcha. Um, are we a comics podcast? Probably. Are we a comics comic podcast? Yeah, we are a comics comic Ooh. podcast because we say a bunch of things that probably don't make sense to some of our listeners. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, we'll try to explain more. Um ask questions if we say something that don't doesn't make sense talk back yeah feel free (laughs) let us know because sometimes we don't know (laughs) right sometimes we're just talking as like friends and just being like oh yeah remember this one time oh yeah yeah yeah." Yeah, like literally not explaining yeah no (laughs) (laughs) so anyway i think that he's really a a comics comic and so he would like sell well a bunch of the locals would come out to see him and his shows are always good and like Mm -hmm. i said like in person he's really funny and so i was just a little disappointed with this this special have you watched any of his other specials before Not that really. he had a ton of content on there and this was just yeah. a youtube one too so maybe like comics do they have like a different like tier like obviously every, the thing was netflix specials forever, yeah but now everybody and their brother has a netflix special so it's really not that huge of a deal anymore in my I eyes mean, it, is, it is it is i'm sure also... to me it's not the novelty is not there yeah youtube is even lower on that list for me absolutely yeah <laughs> so it's Anybody like maybe he was YouTube. like let's just get some new content out it could be one of those kind of clearly sounded like that if yeah he doesn't really seem to be someone who's like seeking not thirsty like yeah he's not like out there seeking the greatest fame ever which is also kind of what makes him a comics comic like yeah you're just good at this and you like to do it yeah he just does it for the art of comedy you know he really has a good vocab and like that's something that i've been trying to broaden on my end and there Uh was two words that he used um one of them I don't remember what it was, but this one I wrote it down, but it was like proselytize, proselytize. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I don't even remember him saying that. Proselytize. We had to stop because Riker's kind of like a snob when it comes to things in general. No. (laughs) But he's like, ooh, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, you don't know. (laughs) But I wanted to like add it to my lit, add it to my vocabulary. So did you look it up? Oh, no. No, no. I just wrote it down to discuss this with you. I don't know what the fuck it means yet. (laughs) That'll be on next week's episode. Oh, we were just saying we should explain things more, and then you're like, here's this word that I don't know. Not going to look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Crushing it, honestly. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I liked him. I thought it was funny. But also, maybe I was just, I haven't listened to comedy in a while. In two weeks, yeah. Yeah, I just am excited to get back into talking about something on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So who knows? You had so many notes. I'm very, yeah, and these are all just having to do with me. has nothing to do with really him. These are all just stories (laughs) about So it's not really about the special. No, it's just just about about memory. about it. (laughs) 
Um, I thought it was it was just a easy peasy special, like sure. nothing crazy, yeah. nothing. I can get on board with that. It yeah. was an easy peasy special. Yeah, you know, easy. If you're bored, go for it. I think the one thing that made me laugh was how he was describing Garrett as um, what did he say? Part suicidal tendencies and part white trash. Yes. And I was like, wow, that's like every man in the small QAnon peninsula peninsula of Michigan that I grew up in. Like when he was like talking about like baggy basketball shorts and like monster t shirts and then hat yes. like flatburn hats that were too big. Everybody I was like high school with. I know seventeen people that look like that. I died because he talked about the hard C when when like people who have gotten in, arrested for one night for incarcerated. DUI incarcerated and how like dudes will talk like that. And when I was, like, I was incarcerated, like, we know like five people that you used to be friends with that talk like that. You're telling me Riker doesn't talk like that. <laughs> I didn't want to call him out, but yeah, you know, like, stop using incarcerated. Don't be. Yeah. You, Use the soft C. Right. Incarcerated. Locked up. Just say you were locked up. <laughs> if you ever went to jail and you say incarcerated, you're a phony. Just sing the Nelly song. Was it Nelly? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Got me locked up. Won't let me out. Oh my God. No. Akon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Good old Akon. Um, yeah. No, he was, he was fucking goofy. Yeah. I think, um, what was his like demographic when he came to home club and also did he go to l club or was he just at i don't remember him at l club okay like was it all kind of like younger it's all of every single local comic who attends a mic so just just that just, just that. picture that that's what it is mm-hmm. interesting he was very midwest and i wondered if he was from around here or what i don't he know gave a midwest vibe though yeah the special is there in salt lake city so maybe that has something to do with it too but i don't know he seemed very midwest so are you saying booked I liked him. Yeah, I would okay. book him. I think I'm going to go booked, too, just because of my previous experiences with him. Good. He was funny, and I also like that he only does one-nighters. Yeah, that's so nice, because it's just, it's like a novelty then. It's At, like a little one-and-done. Yeah. It's like, hey, nice to see you. Thanks for coming. Sometimes when it's like, I would try and have like a system, like when they would be like a full weekend, like I don't mm-hmm. listen to the show on Thursdays, try not to listen that much on Fridays, and then Saturday, if it's busy that's keeping me busy or whatever mm-hmm. i'm not really paying attention but like i would try to yeah. listen to it on saturdays because then i'm not gonna be sick of it <laughs> but um yes i think he would be booked in my eyes okay booked booked good job kyle all right we'll take another break and come back with industry tip of the week industry tip of the week okay industry tip of the week yay this one actually is a listener question. Comes from a listener. Perfect. Luke Willoughby asked if you get booked on a showcase as kind of like an open micer, or like um, like you're you're a host probably at this point. So mm-hmm. if you get booked on a showcase, do you reach out to the booker after and just say thank you, or do you not reach out to them at all, or kind of what is the, or how long do you wait? I think was part of the question too. Yeah. You tell me. This would be more... Yeah. Um, I think absolutely. I think if you went the showcase, like if the showcase went well for you, saying something like, hey, thanks for the spot. Really Mm -hmm. appreciate it. If you have anything else coming up, let me know. Here are my availability. Nice. I think that's just like really... Simple way to get your avails out there. Simple. Yeah. And it's not annoying. Um, 
so I think that's totally fine. I don't think that you should wait to do that. I think like the next day or like within that first week after the showcase is the best time to email the booker. Yeah. Um, I think it's just polite. And then you're already you're fresh on their mind. Yeah. That being said, you might not get another spot that quickly. And don't be offended because a lot of comedy clubs and a lot of bookers have like certain rules like, oh, I don't book features more than twice in a year and I don't book hosts more than, you know, two times every three months or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you don't hear back, don't feel bad about it. Just send their, you know, send your avails again in another three to four months and don't make a big deal. But I I will say that as a booker, if someone had reached out to me right after their show to just say thank you, it definitely sticks in my mind. Appreciation. I mean, showing your gratitude, I think is always a good idea. Even if it's, I mean, I remember there was a girl, I don't know who it was, but they had written you a note afterwards and it was so sweet. It was Jamie Schreiner. Oh, it was her? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was really sweet. I still have the note. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, clearly you were so happy about that. The and we are still talking about it years later. Yeah, so I can't believe you remember that. Yeah, I just remember it being very sweet. And it was people very don't sweet. do that. No. <laughs> so. so I feel like, yeah, any any like little hey thanks. I think Watch is every booker get a long way. Everyone's gonna get handwritten thank you cards now. <laughs> Which good. is good. Yeah. Show your appreciation. Appreciate your bookers. Yeah. <laughs> they get harassed all day as a job. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, a good time. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think that showing appreciation is and I think that goes both ways. Like, as a booker, if you show appreciation to the comics that always come through for you, like, yeah. that will come in and, you know, do a spot with a few hours' notice. Like, that's usually a lifesaver right. when you're in a situation. So, oh, as a booker, it's always nice to, like, be kind. you know, be kind and say thank you to those people when they when mm-hmm. they do that. I always try to make a point to be like, hey, you're a lifesaver right now. Like, Truly. thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Um, and so, like, receiving that back as a booker, like, hey, thanks for giving me that spot. I just think it's really nice. I agree. Mm-hmm. cute yay yay <laughs> i think that is it for this yeah. episode thanks again for tuning in as always follow us we have all sorts of things uh-huh. tiktoks instagrams emails podcasts podcasts <laughs> follow us all yeah (laughs) um also rate i never i never say this if you're following us on spotify rate us and hit that little follow button because that matters (laughs) yes please whatever helps all right perfect well you can catch us at every monday at a laughing matter podcast (laughs) on instagram and tiktok and if you want to email us our email is a laughing matter 2023 at gmail.com Woo! Bye! Bye!